Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope. Name any word in less than a second. I will tell you how many letters are in it. But I cannot <laughs> do anything mechanically. I don't even know how to put a game together for three-year-olds. And the Bulldog. Fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Let's go. Welcome back. 803-0550 to call in. We're rolling. Bills and Dolphins Sunday night. How do you feel? Have you had any thoughts here in the during the break about what you want to say or what you think is next in the conversation? Not a one. Okay. I had one. <laughs> Not two. I had one. Because it's been like last half an hour, what's been, even including our conversation with Armando Salguero, like a lot on Miami's and the Bills, by contrast, motivation for this game. Because it's not exactly peak for both teams. Both teams are not out if they lose. The Bills might be. We'll see what happens before. I I could give the, the Mike McDaniel speech. I would know exactly how to give that speech to the players. This team has owned us. We've not won a division title in 15 years. We want to be at home. Are we sick of Buffalo? I mean, I'm sick of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Our season ended there last year. You know, we think we're good, and then we go there. They, this, this is where you prove a point about who you are. I mean, I could give that speech. Yep. The Bills, yeah, is, it's different. You know, there's. I'm not sure there's a, a, a Bill speech to give with these guys. Like, they've been in big games all the time, and they've won a lot of them, so I don't know what the speech is, but Miami should be easy. I think Miami's is easier. I feel like uh, the Bills one is, yes, different, but also not that hard. I mean, look, they, they, <laughs> they have had a, a rough year. I mean, McDermott himself became this sort of heroic sympathetic figure i think within within the locker room after what happened um you know after the eagles game and i think that this team has had their share of doubters yes the odds makers have been telling them telling us all year that they respect them i mean you you know mostly anyway and certainly in the last few weeks when they weren't even in a playoff spot uh you know culminating with them being the number three pick by the odds makers to win the Super Bowl. Um, so, like, but you know, McDermott doesn't have to go go to any of that. Um, it's it's mostly, like, look, we've been under duress, and we've had, you know, this division has been ours, and let's just, let's just make sure we keep it that way. Let's go home, and let's just stay home. Let's go do this. 
So I, th- I think there's you know, there's an easy enough way in for someone as experienced as McDermott, mm-hmm. uh, I think, to touch the, you know, hit the right notes with these guys. You know, it, again, if they even if they even need that kind of kind of thing, you can get it done. You can get it done. What's more, you gotta get it done. There you go. Maybe that was in to, Miami. Yeah. That was Lou Saban in Miami. Okay. Oh, really? All right. Yep. Thank you. Sorry, yeah. I didn't recognize. You can get it my, done. Put the trampled. You can get it done. What's more, you gotta get it done. Yeah. Bam. Like Drop it. the clipboard. Yeah. Head for the tunnel. All right. Let's go to Frank next. Hi, Frank. Hi. Howard. Thank you for taking my call. Calling from a long ways away. Um, I've. Briefly, I've watched Josh play. I'm from in Wyoming. I've watched him play since he was in college closely. I've looked at his tapes. And i also been around, <laughs> been around a long time, but I watched Elway grow up. And they both have exceptionally strong arms. And Elway would struggle at times for extended periods of time because he'd always rely upon his arm strength. He would never look off defenders. He would never make subtle body movements. And until he learned to do that, which would have been in the early 90s, because he came into Lydia in 83, he started being way more productive. Now, Josh can throw the ball incredibly. But on that one interception against the Patriots, if you look at that from the end zone shot, he when he got the, the, the snap, came back and immediately looked long left and the safety didn't even bother he just started mm-hmm. backing up to the left and he intercepted now i'm a huge josh allen fan but i i hope he understands and i'm sure he does i mean i'm not a professional player but i think he would have a lot more success you know with just some subtle look off the defenders to make his throws a lot easier and i often wish if peyton manning could give him some advice for a few weeks over the off season, I think it worked wonders with him because he's got such a gifted arm. I just think he can make the game so much easier for himself. Okay, do that. I'm just trying. Helpful. That's all. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Frank. Gotcha. Lovely to hear from you from uh, from from Wyoming. Um, Sounds like a fix, or if it's even a fix in, for the off season. Yeah, or just an oversight on that play by him, because I mean that's a pretty common commonly used tactic i mean you'll see these guys that do the film breakdowns greg cosell with ross tucker or or whatever even when he's on with with brownie and tasker uh on the show that precedes ours here on wgr um you know looking looking guys off is i mean i don't want to say it's rudimentary but it's it it's pretty necessary and frequent so i would think more than being an off-season fix it's just you know I don't want to lazy, just not lack of attention to detail. Like I, you know, I think what that can be is maybe more so. Where are the big plays? And you force it. You mm-hmm. you just you're sitting there three weeks in a row without hardly a twenty yard pass. And okay, I'm taking this one. You know, I mean, mo- not most probably, but several of his interceptions this year have been of that sort. Oh yeah, the the so called arm punts. The two, the two, the first two against the Jets definitely were that. Yeah, this one is a little different because you really didn't need to just heave it on that play, but it's what you got. That guy was a Bills draft pick. Yeah, Alex right. Austin. Austin, yeah, seventh, seventh round, round pick. Yep, this year, out of uh, Oregon State, the Beavers. Let's go to Mike next. Hi, Mike. Hey guys, I've uh, been here for a long time now. Just. 
been watching the games, and something that I've been noticing a lot different recently is guys pressing digs and, and a lot of man coverage against us. You think back uh, to the days where we had Cole Beasley and we had Gabe Davis uh, two or three years ago where Josh Allen would always hit those, you know, 10 to 15-yard throws where the guy's sitting down in the zone. You know, those are the routes you see Kincaid running now or when they throw digs in the slot. Like, that's the new mix-up, uh, new mix up, the change-up. <laughs> yep. I just – I wish – like, do you guys have any stats that support that? I just feel like we don't have the receivers to beat man coverage. I, I feel as if digs may have lost a step. And, like, where's the Gabe Davis with the four touchdowns in the playoffs where he was just destroying man coverage, hitting guys with double moves? Like, where is all that? I, I – I, I want to, like, is there statistics that show we suck against man coverage? Because every time they're in zone, digs, or Allen walks down the field, picks the zones, and it's a touchdown. He gets a <laughs> five-yard touchdown run playing pick and poke football. I, I, I'll hang up and I, let you listen. Okay. Good. They're, I don't mean good that you're hanging up, but thank you. That's what I meant to say. Uh, there are those stats. I don't know them, so we could look for them. Um, I think... I'm not ready to go there on digs, but there's clearly an obstacle here, whether it's not, as a defense, really respecting anybody else in the Bills' passing offense. You know, when you're playing man against the Bills, you run the risk of having, well, you you run the risk of having Allen take off on you. And it's not like he's doing a ton of that, but he is in the end zone. Of their last 10 offensive touchdowns, six of them are Josh Allen rushes. I mean, those are often at the end of drives, but... I just will say simply again, what this passing attack is right now is in question because they're saying all the same things every week, but they're, nothing's really changing and they're winning. So maybe there's not a lot of pressure on this or scrutiny on this, but like Davis isn't a four touchdown per week player. You want him to be four catches. You want him to be four for 80. We take yeah. four for eighty on yeah, Sunday night. Yeah, like where 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 is he? Well, two weeks ago you had the, the kind of a Davis game. Yeah, right. L.A. Yeah, I mean that that's that's your. I mean that's his that's his. I, I feel like that's his most frequent game. <laughs> you know, um, so I, yeah, and I don't know. Like, I do I do think, um, like especially playing a team like New England. Um, you know, you you, you 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 feel like, oh, if they want to play man, I'm going to eat it up, and it's not happening. And I, I'm not sure exactly why that is. I I mean, I've, I've said rather maybe too flippantly that a lot of that to me was Allen just missing guys. Um, so I, I you know I don't know about um man versus zone and, and the stats. Um, but I I would say this: if this team is incapable of exploiting man coverage, then they would be in really big trouble. And so, like, I, and and also, a lot of the stuff they've struggled with, going back even into last year, is the too high stuff, and that's typically that's that's zone stuff. Um, so I'm I'm not sure if all of this really adds up, um, but we know like we're searching for explanations for why their passing game seems to be sort of stuck in neutral here, and maybe all of these are right at different times. There is some sort of a finger injury. We made fun of how the injury report says right finger today because he has a few. But he did say Sunday after the game that it was, you know, one of those days where the ball just doesn't feel right coming out of your hand. Yeah. And so I don't know what it is, but maybe it's something. 
All right. Thank you, Mike. Good question. 803-0550 is the number. We have Mario next. Hi, Mario. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I had a funny little story. You guys are talking about the owner of the Panthers throwing the beer in the Jags fans. My law firm represents the Jags, and we thought we were going to walk in Monday with an assault and battery case from one of the people who got the <laughs> thrown on them. Um, but that didn't happen, so that was good. Um, Bulldog, I called a couple of weeks ago, and I was telling you a story. I was bringing my girlfriend over for the first time to meet the parents and watch the Bills. Uh-huh. And you said, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. In fact, it's like the whole family. Well, I had to apologize severely after the game because – my dad made a comment in the fourth quarter that uh, San Diego, or L.A. rather, was going to just throw it deep, get a P.I. call, kick a game-winning field goal. And I sat up. I said, Dad, why don't you go in another room and watch it and let us be content here? And my whole family's face turned red. And like, you better apologize because that's a big red flag. <laughs> so, thankfully, it didn't backfire too much. And uh, she's still with me. But I, I quickly thought, you know, oh, man, Bulldog was wrong. I got to call in again. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sorry wow. to have steered you wrong, but, no you know, you got to keep a lid on yourself. Yeah, I know. It's hard. <laughs> right, right. Wow. So, I want to – two two things, guys. Um, I, I get more of the national media coverage being in Jack, uh, Jacksonville, and there's two things that people are talking about on, like, ESPN and actually some of the local stuff here. One Number one is, um, like, oh, I think the Bills would be in a better position if everything that they need to happen before the Miami game goes against them because they're a better team with their back up against the wall. I think that's horribly irresponsible. I want to go into the game knowing we're in no matter what mm-hmm. and then have them play for the two seed. Um, so I want to get your take on that because I don't want to go to – I don't want to go to Kansas City. I don't. I don't know. I don't either. I don't Kansas City. Yeah, we just – for some reason, they're our kryptonite. We can't get over it. But the other thing is they're talking about Josh being banged up. And, you know, he's inaccurate down the field. He can't throw in the middle of the field. I'm not worried. Like, this season, Josh, he seems to make plays and win games when he has to the way he should do it in that game. Um, but I don't know. I want to get your guys to take again on the finger and if there really is uh, an injury there. I missed the game last week. I took the girlfriend to Disney for New Year's, so I made it. Right up. around the corner. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> well, you, had, you, had to, you had to make up for the yelling at your dad thing, I guess, right? So yes, I turned the phone off to, to prove my, my allegiance to her, and I was asking people in the park, hey, who's winning? So, Bulldog, am I allowed to ask 15 Disney questions to Mario right now, or should we do that another time? Well, I, won't, I won't do it. We'll say in prayer, Eric but, uh, yes, Eric Wood. Uh, yes. I'll hang up and listen, and I appreciate okay. it. Go back. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, on the first part here, because um, we were just talking about the finger, but we can elaborate a little more, I guess, but it's a concern. Um, I also, this came up on Monday. Like I, I said on Monday, like anytime you, you, you on social media say anything about the help you that that would be beneficial it seems like there's 10 people right there ready to smack you with the bravado like uh, if you can't win it yourself that kind of thing like okay did you watch the lions cowboys game on saturday night is my reply all right you you could play great you could deserve it and something could happen okay whether that's your own coach whether that's the refs whether that's whatever i, I would like to have the safety net all right, I like the Bills here a lot in this matchup, and I'm very confident, but I, I will take the net 
if it's if it's available. If Pittsburgh wants to help me, if Jacksonville wants to help me, I will take it and smile because you just never know. Absolutely. I like how an earlier caller said whether the Bills are home or not in the playoffs. What, we don't think these games are going to be close? I mean, yes, uh, they're probably going to be close. Um, and, you know, the, the right question, I think, is we've we've seen the Bills win in Kansas City. We've not seen them beat them here. That's what you have to that's what you have to mention. Are the Bills capable of beating Kansas City in their own stadium? That <laughs> Arrowhead's no problem. That's been uh, three years in a row. By the way, one more thing if you want it for this game, if the Bills win, that's the AFC East title, which means next year they would host the AFC West champion. So Kansas City might also be here in these playoffs. The Bills would not have to go there under any circumstances. But the Chiefs also would be on the Bills' home schedule next year. If the Bills lose to Miami, then like Denver would instead. They still wouldn't get the Chiefs at home this year or next. That's what's on the line here. If your whole world revolves around home home games, getting Patrick Mahomes to Orchard Park, you need a win here, or else it's going to be a couple years right. off. He's only been here that one time, right? That, that That's it, and no that, one was allowed to go. Right. He's so special that no fans were allowed to go to that game because they would boo him, and that was not going to be uh, That was why they did allowed. that? The fix yeah, that's was why that they hard. did that. Wow. These games really are fixed. That's well. The games aren't fixed, but the the crowds oh, sometimes well, they, are fixed. They controlled the environment. Yes, that's that's right. <laughs> Give him every advantage. He is that powerful. Uh, next up is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey guys. So the, the it kind of sounds like the the tone of the conversation has kind of shifted a little bit towards uh, you know what have we learned this year? And I think what I'm interested in is like how the Bills attack the Dolphins this time around. I mean, we've tried a lot this year. We've tried twelve personnel. We've tried Pepper and Diggs with targets early in the year. If you think about the Giants game, and the games around that, he's up 12, 16 targets a game. We've done the James Cook feature route. We've tried Allen not running. Now he's back to running. We've now been kind of obsessed with bubbles and screens and tunnels um, the last few games. And so I'm wondering if the collective fan base and you guys, you know, is 11 personnel still our best? You know, is that is that when we have looked the best? And that gets your five best players on the field, you know, at all times, Diggs, Davis, Shakir, Kincaid, and Cook. You know, or are we going to go in this game and we're still pushing Latavius Murray in there and we've got Dawson Knox in there, there and that just that's canceling him and Kincaid out. And then we've still got Sherfield in there for blocking. I guess what I want to see the Bills is you look at these snap counts last game, I got to see urgency out of all of our best skill players. High snap counts. I know you can't play them 100% of the time because of the modern NFL game. But take what's been the best this year, targeting digs was early in the season, was the best it looked. And, you know, targeting Kincaid um, is when this team looked the best. And uh, and then I guess you could mix and cook after that. But, you know, if we're still doing Latavius Murray and uh, Leonard Fournette carrying some balls and, and uh, we're pushing it to Dawson Knox and Kincaid's at 50%, I just don't know if that's the best approach. And then, you know, certainly not going back to 12 personnel or heavy James I, Cook. I think it definitely isn't the best approach. That's what you're saying, too. I, I still, I'm going I'm going down with this. Like, I, I, I need to open it up or I'm going to lose at some point. Before I say, I, I, I generally agree 11 um, is where I would like to be. Um, but how, how did they approach Miami back in week four? Like, I, I don't remember, and I, I don't know that I can quickly access 
like the snap counts and not that that would tell me the formation stuff necessarily anyways. Um, but I mean, maybe the best they've looked all year on offense was that Miami game. No. So, and Dawson Knox was how it was pre-injury. So I'm sure there was a healthy dose of 12 personnel. One for 12 on one target. Knox four yeah. for 27 on five for Kincaid might've been his best game. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm not, looking for what not, i'm i'm wondering how they attacked them you're right mm-hmm. like what what you know what okay. percentage of 12 and what percentage of 11 and i i don't know that right now snap counts um, uh both around 50 percent. i don't okay. know if they would have been on together they blew them out too right so it probably, i'm not helping i'm not helping no i i just i i generally agree i like 11 more than 12 um but i don't want to just dismiss what they did against miami in week four you know, they had eight scores on their first ten possessions, one being a kneel down to end the half. So eight out of nine. I will give you a scenario after the update that will boggle your mind even further about how to attack Miami in this game. 803-0550 for your calls. That's my, that's my promise. I, am, I will be awaiting uh, being boggled. Don't. Don't assume your mind will be boggled. That's going to be my challenge. Eh, it won't be hard. Okay. It don't take much. Okay. Like, last break, I walked downstairs, and by the time I got there, I forgot why I went. So, mm. you know, it's, it, you know it's, it's just it's, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Update and then this one particular scenario to maybe even make it more challenging to figure out how the Bills should play offense on Sunday night. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. At the end of the day, it's about winning. I understand you guys want to make it about this thing over here, and that is important because it does help us win. At the same time, it's about making sure we're doing, we're going with the ball where we need to go with the ball, and, and then we're moving the chains and, and scoring points. So that's, that's, the, that's the goal. Okay. Like I, be, I keep saying, they're winning, so it's all, you know, McDermott a little bit spicy there with, yeah, I know you want to make it about other things. You're trying, to, you're trying to get under my skin. Not really. Just think it's important. Maybe somebody is. You know, like you want to see these passing numbers elevate and digs be digs and so on, but... They made that coordinator change, and look at how their philosophy changed once they did it. Running the ball. And I think it's crazy to think they're going to stop doing it. They're winning every week. Maybe it'll work. Mostly running the ball. They threw it like crazy in Philadelphia. They lost. I know. (laughs) Sorry, they lost. Right. Never should have lost that game, but they did. You're right. They did. But 47, I think 47 pass attempts. In this is as complimentary as the football can be. Oh, my gosh, we're punting it to the three-yard line every time, too. This is full Sean McDermott's yeah. dream performance week after week. Yeah. They're, they're, get, they're getting, they're hanging on to beat the Chargers and the Patriots. You know, you know he's pumped up. You know, they, they played close games against bad teams earlier this year, and it almost cost them the season. Now they're winning the close ones. Just enough to win. That is, you know, he thinks that that's purposeful and intentional. It's because they're unified, and it's because they believe, and it's because they're running the ball. This is what it's supposed to look like. Okay, keep it up. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You ready for that scenario? I am, but I, w- I want to I, I, I squeeze in something, but I, I, don't, I don't know if it, it won't derail us. Um, but I, so I guess Fine. what I'm implying is that it could be interesting. Fine, go um, be, be, Like... We're so frustrated with the passing game not clicking, right? Um, but isn't like if it had been cooking, we'd all be feeling great going into this Miami game. Not that that, that some of us aren't anyway. I am um, because why? Because they passed it well against New England, and they're gonna what carry the here it comes the momentum of that into future games. I'm not sure that really washes. No, I'm not saying that. I'm definitely not saying that. Well, then what? Then, then I'm what saying, are we saying? I'm saying they probably beat these other teams more easily, and the fact that yep. the, they're playing New England and the Chargers close is the same as playing Denver and the Jets close. You just made one more mistake in those games. You're talking earlier correctly about I don't want to risk anything because anything can happen in these games. And look at Detroit and Dallas. Right. Absolutely right, and that's why you have to keep the pedal down. And this team. McDermott wants to play, you know, he's sort of 10 and 2. So on the, steer, on the steering wheel. On the steering wheel. Thank you. It doesn't show it's up. Not it's not perfect. Older. It's not uh, perfect. I went from the floor of the car to the. Right. You know, like yeah, that, that's yeah. what this is yeah. what he wanted. Yeah. And they are beating Kansas City and Dallas and Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's this is why they made the change. It was purposeful. They're running the ball more. You know, they're even letting Cook stay on the field after fumbling. That's how serious wow. this team is what right a, now. What a breakthrough. Right. Murray, Fournette, Ty Johnson, these are your Bills. These are the new Bills. Are they going to go to Miami and throw 50 passes? Not unless they're way behind, in my opinion. Not unless they're losing, and they I have to. See, and I, I still think they might anyways. I don't know about well, 50, I'd, but 40. I'd love it. Know, 45. I'd love I, it. I just feel like this is a matchup that screams for that. Let's go. So that that's all. That, that's all. All right. What was your mind-boggling uh, scenario? Okay. Well, it's maybe I exaggerated as well when I said that. 
I think fans well, know. Well done, then. Fans know. Yeah. I just, I, I'm getting a text right now. Oh, I just got a raise. How do you like that? <laughs> I, just got, I just got a raise. <laughs> just got a text. Um, I think fans know now what the nightmare scenario is. Pittsburgh wins in Baltimore Saturday, favored by three and a half. No Lamar Jackson. Probably other veteran guys, too. Like, will Beckham play? I have an under on Beckham, and he's ten and a half yards away from his season total. So I kind of need <laughs> Beckham to sit. All right. The nightmare scenario is the Steelers win Saturday afternoon, and the Jaguars beat Tennessee. I think that's a one o'clock game. Yes, it is. They're favored by five and a half at Tennessee. That's kind of a lot. Because uh, Rabel's talking very toughly about... Is that a word, toughly? He's talking tough. I don't know about toughly. I don't think toughly's right. Like He's talking tough. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I could have been just... I could have even left that out. Holy cow. Where am I right now? The nightmare scenario is we kick off Sunday night. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville have both won. Indianapolis-Houston did not end in a tie. Mm-hmm. And I'm out if I lose. However, also assuming... Indianapolis-Houston, the game's in Indianapolis, does not end in a tie. If one, but not both, of Pittsburgh and Jacksonville win, then you are in the playoffs, but you're the seven if you lose. And, and that the, means... And you, the six if you win. No. Oh. Well, no, you're the oh, two no, if you win. the two. Sorry, 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 sorry. You you're, were the, going, you're doing so good. You're the, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I bottomed out it toughly. <laughs> Maybe for my entire career, actually. That's really not a word. So, again, Pittsburgh and Jacksonville both win. You're playing for your playoff life Sunday night, assuming no tie in the other game. If one of them wins, but not both, you're the two or the seven. Meaning, you either either win the game and the division and host, who would that be? The Steelers, I think, maybe. I'll have to check that. But I think you'd host the Steelers. Or, no, I think it would be the Colts-Texans winner, actually, right? Can we just nail that? So, if the Bills win the game in Miami and are the two, the Colts-Texans winner is coming. Pittsburgh would be out. Okay. This is if one of the two, it matters which one. Never mind. Here's the point. You're the Bills. You lose the game Sunday night, but either Pittsburgh or Jacksonville has lost so you're in you would be the seven and go to miami lock it in that's what you would have now you tell me i'm kicking off this game sunday night i win on the two seed i lose i'm playing the dolphins the next week mm-hmm. how does that affect your strategy you're giving them all the good you're showing yes. all the good china for this game if you're going to play the same team the next week in, yeah. if you lose yes yes Otherwise, to me, doing anything if if I'm if I know I'm in and I'm not sitting Josh Allen, Mitch Morse, and Leonard Floyd and whoever else, Terrell Bernard, whoever, whoever you decide, the most, Rasul Douglas now, like the most important guys on the team. If I'm playing, then I'm playing all caps. So I'm not holding anything back. No, I'm going. If if. They, for some reason, and I, I, I would be stunned if they did this, and I also would not be in favor of it, but if they decided, like, eh, you know, it's not that important, 
that we be home and we just want to get in and our guys could use a rest, um, then okay, then do that. That's going all the way one way. What you're describing is sort of middling it, and I think that's just – I don't want any part of that. I just think, like, if I have play designs, offense or defense, that I have – you know, th- this is the week when I have mm-hmm. to – like, if the if the Bills are out of the playoffs with a loss, it's just – got to just use everything in the bag because you're done if you lose the game. Everything mm-hmm. in the bag. Whatever my best stuff is, I can't think at all about – what I want for next week because there is no next week. If both, yep, I hear you. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and Jacksonville win. If one of them wins and the other loses, a loss to the Dolphins means I'm playing the Dolphins again the following week. Who would I play? Who would the Bills play if they won the game in that scenario? If the Steelers were the team that won of the two, Pittsburgh or Jacksonville, you would play the Steelers. If Jacksonville were the team that won and not the Steelers, you would play the Houston Indy winner because Jacksonville would be the AFC South champion with a win. Just such a massive difference to me. Pittsburgh versus Indy or Houston? No, no. I just mean like... Seven versus two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, if I'm seven, I'm going to Miami again. Or I'm the two. You no, know, I'm. I'm just. I'm going big, or I'm going home. Okay. Again, it, if if they want to rest people, then that's different. They won't. Like no, I know. At least I don't think they will. But the only way I get to not going, not pulling out everything I can, is if I'm resting people. If I'm not, then I then everything I've got, I'm winning this game so I can be home and play those teams you just mentioned: Pittsburgh, Houston, or Indy. Today um, today is the 31st anniversary of the comeback game. I'm well aware. Which is a year when that happened. The Bills played Houston mm-hmm. in the final week of the regular season and then again in the wild card. It, I think it's like just human nature, maybe, to, to think that the team that would lose the first game would win the second one. You know, isn't it like, wouldn't you just hear a lot of people say it's very hard. Yeah. Like, it would be the Bills. No, if the Bills won, they would not have this. If they lost to the Dolphins, you know, going back there the next week, so weird for coaches, I bet, to have to do that. Mm-hmm. We just, we were just here. And then you'd have, like, the anti-climax of it. Like, the division title, great. Oh, well, okay, we got to play against the same team. In seven days ish. Wow, that's just weird. And yeah. it would just be, if I, if the Bills lose to Miami Sunday night and draw Miami, I'm gonna love it. Like, okay, because uh, the Bills have beaten them so often. I would think the loss was probably weird in some way. Where yeah, it would be. It'd be easy to talk yourself into that's just a blip and just go do what you usually do against that team and just forget about what happened <clears throat> in the most recent game. Um, and that's that's probably the right thing to do, um, that, you know. And I don't say that just to try to be comforting. I mean, I just I think that's the right thing to do. There shouldn't be carryover. Um, do you remember, by the way, Houston? I mean, they were they came here, so they must have needed that game to get in, or maybe just for seeding. Um, well, the bill the Bills needed the game, and they lost, so they got the wild card. Miami won the division because the Bills lost that game. Okay, in '92. Yeah. Okay. Did Houston need it? I don't remember. Okay. But they won easily. They hurt Kelly. 
Right. So he doesn't play the comeback game. And they was Sunday night. They won also a Sunday night. Uh, they won easily that game, like 31-10 or something like that. Does that sound about right? I'm checking right now. I don't remember the score. I just remember the Kelly injury um, and, you know, of course, not feeling great going into a wild card game after. 27-3. 27-3, wow. 27-3. Houston got a wild card at 10-6, and and there were 9-7 and teams. Maybe they needed the game to make it. Not 100% sure. Yeah, so that was a day 31 years ago. I had some fun. I, I mentioned, like, I know it was 31 because I, before I even had a sip of coffee today, uh, my Twitter feed, I saw the one of my favorite accounts on this day in Buffalo sports history, and they had a highlight package of that game. So I sat with it, and I looked up some other ones, and I tweeted the highlights I found because they had Van Miller uh, calls on there, and I said 30 years ago today because I'm in my brain. This is going 2023, like I, <laughs> 30 years ago, and uh, stupidly, you know. I, <laughs> that's yeah, it's an easy mistake to make. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's only three days off. It's also the 92 season, so. Right, right, right. right. Like the 93 Bills are a different team right? to me, but it'd be funny if that account would have, like, the comeback game, the most famous game in Bills history, arguably, this day in Buffalo sports history, Canisius beat <laughs> Kent State behind 15 points from Ray Hall. That'd be good, right? Use it, just throw a curveball yeah, like that. Yeah, Isn't this the comeback game date? Yes, yeah. but other, it's not the only thing that happened. Yep. Get your own account, Mike. Get your own nostalgia. I, I saw a note from that account from the day before. I think it was just yesterday that the Bisons in the 50s or something. Their their coach kept like a, a, a two star players home from a road trip, and there's all the sto- there's a sto- like st- I read the story like lackadaisical play hockey like the, yeah hockey the Bi- the Bisons the Bisons hockey um their the, their st- leading scorer and maybe a goalie got left home for a trip because the coach was unhappy with their effort. Wow. And it was and he, the quote was lackadaisical. Wow. <laughs> okay. Would Paul cover that game? I, I don't know. Maybe. 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 Armando Hamilton. All right. Had to be there. Mike Shope and the Bulldog back after this here on WGR. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, welcome back. Sabres game tomorrow night in Montreal. Their next action. Three days off in a row here. Tom is with us next. Hi, Tom. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Tom? Yep, you got me. Got yep. you. You're on the air, Tom. Yeah, uh, I just was calling because of uh, what you guys were talking about earlier about uh, Buffalo playing Miami and whether or not you arrest anybody or anything like that. And I think, to me, I think it's a no-brainer. You put everybody in and you try to win. Essentially, you're knocking out Miami or KC if you win because technically they have to play each other. You know, we've won the playoffs. So, to me, that's enough for uh, – you know, to put everybody in and go all out because almost, in a sense, you're winning, knocking one of those guys yep, out. So. That's that's right. There, that like would that, be the matchup. I, I have not heard that point all week, and I, I like it a lot. I think I would turn it a little bit myself for me to say just I don't have to play either one of them in the first week. I don't want to go to Kansas City. Like, that's, that's out there as a possibility. Let them uh, play each other. Yes. Chip is next. Hi, Chip. Hey guys, thanks for taking the call. Um, just wanted to uh, say first, I agree. I got a lot of nervous excitement for this game coming up, and, I, and there's so much time to slate of all NFL games. It's really exciting. Can't think of a time when I really care about Houston, Indianapolis, but it's kind of fun to <laughs> be watching some of these other games out there. Um, just want to get your guys' thoughts on um, you know the OC change and how that's gone. And I think there's a lot of positives certainly that happened right after that. And you know, I wondered if if you guys weigh in or get some thoughts on, you know, you make that change and is the positive outcomes we had is because like, there's not a lot of film on what Joe Brady's going to call. Um, and that plays to your advantage right out the gate with those first few games. And it's new for the, for the bills players and they, and they respond and you get some good activity, but you're also getting a defense. that's kind of, it's an unknown quantity for the bills offense or what they're looking at. But then now you get some film out there and people kind of figure you out. But now you're still, you're dealing with like the Bills still kind of learning something too. And Joe Brady trying to, you know, you're not shifting gears from going totally away from what Dorsey had like week one. Do, to do, are you gonna, you're not throwing out your playbook. Um, and just want to get your thoughts on that. I'll, I'll, I'll take it offline here. But I just wonder if you, you feel like there's that, it's just like a, it's growing pains as much as anything. And you got some advantage at the beginning when, when Brady came in to, to surprise some teams with with some new looks that they didn't think of what the Bills had. Okay, this makes, this makes sense. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't know how right it all is, but it it makes sense that they, at least the first the front end of it, um, new guy, new play caller, different tendencies. You know, over the course of I mean, it's not like Dorsey had this job for five years or something, and there were reams of film on him, but you had a season worth. And so, you know, opposing defensive coordinators and defensive coaches might think they have, you know, spotted, you know, in this spot he likes to call this and, and that kind of thing, and a different guy could muddy that up for them. Um, and, you know, with more time on task here for Brady, that will get harder to do. Teams are going to start to pick up on his own tendencies. I don't know if that's what's happened, all, you know, already. Um, but a lot of that makes sense. To me, it's more just the shift to Joe Brady has meant that their neutral situation pass rate, you know, when the game is close or close-ish, has plummeted. And that is, it makes sense to me. The Bills, the the narrative on the Bills was bad turnovers and hero ball or what have you with Dorsey. And so they moved to Brady. And for the most part, it's been way more conservative, which fits with McDermott, whose call it was to replace the offensive coordinator. And the question is, can they win with it? Because I don't see it changing. They're winning games. That That is the biggest difference. I mean, I'm sure there are there's terminology maybe that's different or new new design, but everybody tells you that accomplishing that in the middle of a season is very hard. Right. 
So I don't know. I never thought that the Bills would it would be transformative. But the thing for me is just run pass is way different. And their passing game is pretty close to nowhere right now. Maybe they can find it. Maybe they won't try that hard to find it because they like this. I don't know. They won't need it? I don't know. Maybe they won't need it. I think they're going to need it Sunday. (laughs) That's my guess. I think they're going to need it eventually. And, you know, making the playoffs and losing was not the goal here uh, this year. So can't wait to find out. I could I, I could have a month before this Dolphin game and be fine. I know I know what you mean. I want I, I'd work double this week and not work a summer week if they would let, let me have when, that. When you when you said earlier uh, this hour or last hour you're on the edge of your seat, like I I feel completely this. I'm not on the edge of my seat uh, necessarily, but like I feel the way my day started with the with the comeback highlights like the the i'm thinking about the game the home game in 90 and the patriots are are excuse me the dolphins are coming here and we need it and like just all these different I, i'm just i feel energized right now it's not to say like other weeks we're just sitting here going through the motions but like this just feels <laughs> you know it just feels like there's just different juice running through my veins right now all uh yes absolutely i'm saying words like toughly <laughs> like just i'm definitely uh wired as well as as you are 803-0550 to join us thank you chip for your call you could be next this is wgr okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 